from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness, this is the hip hop patriot, Jeremy Hello and happy Friday to everybody out there either watching on social media, digital TV, or listening to the podcast. You are watching or listening to Live from America with your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot from the live free or die state of New Hampshire. I just want to say thank you to everybody. We had a great week this week. I went back and looked at all the shows, and I got to tell you, we had a lot of laughs this week, and we are so used to being so down. We are so used to seeing all the bad that it's really hard to see and embrace the good, but there's a lot more good going on than bad. You want to know how I know? Because God's got that beautiful blue sky out there right now. The sun is shining. There's breath in our lungs. And we're able to do this. That is how I know that there's more good than evil out there. It's just that the evil has a megaphone. So anytime that we can have some laughs here on Live from America, it's a good thing. And this show was full of laughs, right? I mean, think about think about all the, all the shows this week. Think about uh, the guest that gave us too much information about his health. Think about, uh, <laughs> that was that was funny. Think about the NPR skit that we did. Think about the naming the, the, the uh, roads after, after Biden and stuff like that. There was so much that went on this week that for good. And not only good, folks, but, um, and not only funny, but we had a lot of wins. We had a lot of wins. I almost felt like doing the Biden thing, getting close to the microphone. I got him $1.9 trillion. We had a lot of wins. We did have a lot of wins the last two weeks. We've had a lot of wins, and this Live from America audience has made some changes. The voice from this audience made some serious changes all the way up to Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. That's what I truly believe happened this week as far as him saying he would just pull all of his people out because there was nobody talking about that, folks. That's why I believe that we made that happen because there was not a single news outlet talking about it. There was not a single reporter talking about it. There was not a single uh, you know, t- uh, podcast host or TV host talking about it. It was something that we thought of right then and there. I had it written down on the paper and thousands of people called and he made that choice. So I think we made a difference. So we have to take these wins. We have to take these... Uh, my <laughs> Somebody said you're nutty, buddy. Exactly. We have to take these wins, and we have to take these moments where we laugh and have a good time and smile, and we have to remember them. So I thought from now on that I would add something else <laughs> to my plate, even though I don't have enough time to do everything else. I think what I'm going to start doing is on, um, on Saturday mornings, when I get up and have my coffee and my devotional time before anybody gets up, I think what I'm going to do is compile like a two-minute long video of, of everything that happened during the week. The wins, the laughs, 
the good times. I think I'm going to compile and then put that video out, um, you know, at the end of every week or the beginning of, every, of, of, of the next week or whatever. Because I think it's important that we get so much information that we need to go back and we need to go, oh, yeah, that did happen this week. Oh, yeah, we did laugh about that this week. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that gospel, right? So, um, Alexa56 says, this is where I come from for everything. News, gospel, laughs, and family. Exactly. Now, speaking of that, I did not send a newsletter out this morning. I know a lot of people have messaged, hey, I didn't get a newsletter. And, you know, I count on those every morning. I do apologize. Um, I, if I wanted to do a show today, I had to make sure that I got everything ready with my wife to leave this, this afternoon, uh, this morning. So I didn't have time this morning. I truly apologize. I hope that you can forgive me. But let's go to social media real quick. Let's say hi to some folks. We got Roxanne says, nice shirt. Fire Fauci, baby. Sent to me by a wonderful uh, viewer of Live from America. Jeremy, I got a message from Garrett Saldano on Facebook. They said to contact him at Garrett, GarrettForMichigan.com. Press at GarrettForMichigan.com. Let me take a picture of that real quick. Press at GarrettForMichigan.com. Let me just scroll down here. Shoot that over. I want to take a picture of that real quick. Got it. Thank you very much. I will get Garrett Saldano on here. I think it's very important that we have him on, as well as I think it's very important that we have all candidates who are running for governor who, who promise to be, you know, GNP-style candidates. So, uh, thank you very much. Lisa Naquin from, Miss, is that Mississippi? Yes, it is. Lisa Naquin, thank you very much. Um, just read something, Gina says, just read something about the health department will be out in Wake County, North Carolina, to push that jab. Well, we all know what to do. Tracy says, we love you, Jer. I love you too, Tracy. Thank you so very much. Lauren Cole is in the building. Nikki says, my employer is pushing CRT. No good. No good. Can I get a birthday song today? Stephanie said, well, of course you can, Stephanie. <coughs> Me, 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 me. Ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Stephanie. Happy birthday to you. Sorry. Haven't had much coffee this morning, so. Mm. Big happy birthday to you, dear. I hope you have a great, great, wonderful day with your friends and family. Chris from Nashville, appreciate your hard work and had gotten closer to God listening to you, brother. That is the best thing about this show. All the other things combined do not add up to how great it is when somebody is saved through watching this show. And, and it's great that God uses this show, me all of us, to be able to do that for other people. And it's getting bigger, folks. It's getting bigger and it's getting stronger. And I'm talking about that gospel. Woo, boy, we're coming together big, ain't we? All right, a couple more shout-outs right here from um, from from Rumble. We've got, um, gee, they're going fast now. Becky says, amen, praise God, Jeremy. And we've got one Rumble dog as well is in the building, says happy birthday to Stephanie, too. Get Larry Elder and Kevin Filey on for governor. I would love to, hey, tr trust me. If you guys could make it possible for me to get Larry Elder, that would be great. Because until I get the show on Real America's Voice News and access to their, you know, their media, their 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 little short clips they put together, and their their you know relationships with people to have them come on the show, it's really hard for me to get people on the show. Believe it or not, it just it is. Um, and by the way, people are asking when are you going to go on Real America's Voice News? Um, 
I, th- I would think probably by September we're developing the look of the show. The show is going to remain the same, but we're developing the look of it, and we're, and we're trying to figure out, you know, what timing that these little breaks are going to come in and stuff like that. So there's a lot to it, and, you know, I want to make sure that I'm representing you guys the best possible way I can while keeping the show exactly the way it is because I won't change for anybody. Promised you that from the beginning. So um, let's go over to YouTube. We've got JC Fain says, Hey, Jeremy, pray slowly for those of us in Georgia. We don't talk that fast. <laughs> I love you guys down in Georgia. Come on now. Uh, Snapdragon is a 14-year-old patriot who watches the show. I also want to apologize last night for not watching that entire Aaron Lewis video. I'd heard the song multiple times. I thought it was just the song. When he dropped those F-bombs, I really don't want to apologize, especially to the younger folks that are in here. Lori Lane says, you deserve it. So exciting. We all deserve it. This has been all of us. You guys made this possible financially and for being here every day and all the sharing that you guys do, getting it out to your friends and family. I'd be nothing without you guys, my wife, and God. So thank you all as well. We all deserve it. Larry Riha is in the building. Vicki Schaefer is also watching on YouTube. Lisa Spanks says, just got back to Indiana from Tennessee. I love Tennessee. So do I. Shout out Tennessee Freedom Force. Linda Saviano says, good morning from Long Island. And Thomas Hammaker. And Renee Cloran both are also watching. Uh, she says, pray for her friend who got COVID. Definitely will be doing that. Pre- uh, Brenda Schmidling is watching. Paul Kale and Rosemary Wingett are also watching all on YouTube. And also, folks, if you do have Roku, you can watch on Roku, too, if you want it up on your big TV. Of course, I think you can do that with YouTube as well. Um, Smart TVs today, you can pretty much project anything on them. But just another avenue for you guys to watch Live from America on Roku under Live, or LFA TV, excuse me, LFA TV. Caterlin says he does talk fast. I don't know what it is. It must be the coffee. You guys are sending me so much coffee. All you guys are sending me, you know, gifts of coffee and stuff. I got to drink it. I got to drink it. So <laughs> I'd also like to thank uh, some uh, some more folks here. Um, the following folks for your monthly donation. I want to thank Elizabeth Bennett. God bless you and thank you. Uh, Jenny Altrich. Thank you for your monthly donation. Mary Owen. Love you. Thank you so very much for yours. Rita Kruger. Hope you're not married to Freddie. Either way, God bless you and thank you for your donation. And Bruce Weaver, God bless you, brother. Thank you for your donation. And I would also like to thank Carla Reynolds because I opened up a case of bottled water today. I said, what in the heck is somebody sending me a case of bottled water for? Well, this is why. Liberty, bottled water. And on the back, of course, you got a good old patriot there. I know it's hard to see. There you go. Here we go. There, there it is. Liberty. Bottled water. Liberty Water, 1776. Taste the freedom. Thank you so very much to Carla Reynolds for sending me some Liberty Bottled Water. I appreciate that. I I will be drinking it. Trust me. I'd also like to thank Shauna Wimberly because Shauna Wimberly sent me a box of stuff, some some, uh, Colombian coffee. Huh? With some with some with some treats, some Colombian treats with that coffee, and also sent some um, some uh, bone marrow treats for our dog. And she's going to be starting a business pretty soon, so she asked that we would pray for her business um, to to come to fruition. And then she was going to put it on the Live from America uh, America Strong business page. So um, please, please pray for Shauna, pray for her business that it gets up and running. Because you guys, you know what? Nowadays, we, we've got to make our own way. We really do. It's going back to basics. We've got to make our own way. So shout out to you, and thank you very much, Shauna. Um, 
I would also like, now this one I have to read. Okay. Here we go. Dustin Henty and his wife are um, are contributors to the show, supporters of the show. They've sent presents before, uh, bought merchandise before. Him and his wife are actually going to be doing a, helping with a fundraiser. It's called the Best Friends Animal Society. Okay? The Best Friends Animal Society. Now, I am going to type... Hopefully I can do this while I'm, while I'm on the... I'm going to type into the comment section the link to this. It's www.justgiving.com slash fundraising slash Dustin dash Henty. There we go. I just put the I just put the uh, the link in the Rumble comment thread. So um, he's just asking me to 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 put that out there because any kind of fundraiser where we're helping other people or animals, we all got fur kids, we all love our animals. That I said that I would do that. So there you go, Dustin. Love you, brother. God bless. And uh, I, again, folks, I did not get to the newsletter this morning so i'm going to read it now i did have a verse ready i just didn't have the time to get it out there and i do do apologize uh immensely bigly i apologize bigly i'm sorry that i didn't get out the newsletter this morning it was going to be the greatest newsletter that the world has ever seen probably probably the best newsletter ever written and i'm sorry i didn't get it out there to you folks this morning but I'm going to say it to you now, and it's better to be late than, than never at all, but Trump is never late, right? Trump is never late. You know that. You know this. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, the newsletter today comes from Luke 6.35. Again, uh, folks, Luke 6.35, which says, But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return. Love your enemies... Do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be the sons of the Most High, for He is kind to the unthankful and the evil. Now, this is probably one of the hardest things to do as a Christian. But once you start learning how to do it, and once you can let that set that pride aside, remember, that kind of pride is not good pride to have. That kind of pride is not good pride. So set that pride aside and pray for those who want to do harm to you. Pray for those who want you to fail. Because one of the greatest things that I ever seen was when I went and, and obviously didn't see it in real life, but depicted on TV is when Jesus looks to the heaven and says, Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. Even saying it makes me tear up. I literally just almost cried. Because to have that kind of love and compassion... Like, I know we make fun of people here, and we do scoff, and we probably shouldn't scoff, but I don't do it with an evil heart. I explained that the other day. To have that kind of love and compassion for somebody who does not like you, woo, who does not want you to succeed, who wants you to fail, that, that's real right there. So try it. If you, if you have a hard time forgiving... If you have a hard time not letting things go, if you have a hard time um, holding a grudge against somebody, just try your best to call that person, send them an email, send them a text, whatever it is, and say, you know what, I just want to let you know that I hope the best for you, and as a, as a child of God, I, I hope nothing but the best for you. 
that right there will make you feel so much better. It'll lift a thousand pounds off of your shoulders. I promise you that. And then you'll get better at it. But what it does is it puts you at peace. And I know there's a lot of you out there who probably know people that want to do you harm, that you're holding a grudge against, or who did harm to you that you want to hold a grudge against. But remember that old, old saying, um, hating somebody else or holding a grudge against somebody else is like eating a poison pill and hoping it hurts them. It'll never work. It'll only hurt you. So try that together. I think I think uh, I think you will find that it's it's truly enlightening, and um, it lightens the load as well. Amen. All right, folks. I don't have to remove my hat to say the Lord's prayer today because I decided not to wear not to wear a hat today. When I when I get my hair did, I like to let it out. You know what I mean? I like to feel the air on my scalp. So no hat today. But if you're wearing a hat, please remove it. If you're drinking your coffee, set it down. If you're drinking your tea, set it down. If somebody's yapping in your ear, quiet them and shut them out because now it is time to give our attention to the Lord. And please, folks, say the Lord's prayer with me out loud so everybody can hear you. Be at peace in the mercy of God. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now who's ready to rumble? Are we ready for the first and foremost section of today? Well, if we're ready, folks, it's time to push it into high gear because the first and foremost section today is going to be highlighting the PPP. Oh, no. That is not the PPP that we're used to talking about. Nope. And it's not the PPP that Dr. Fauci was talking about as a different name for gain-of-function research. No, no, no. I'm talking about the political... Patriot Prisoners, or the Patriotic Political Prisoners, the PPP in Washington, D.C. They are finally, folks, starting to get some national attention. They are finally starting to get some national coverage surrounding what is going on in D.C., Okay, now you're not going to get that national coverage on your mainstream, lamestream, fake news media. No, 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 no. On respected national news outlets and on respected nationally syndicated radio hosts and podcasts podcast host. Those are the people that are shining the light on the PPP, the political prisoners, uh, patriotic political prisoners that are in Washington, D.C. right now. And I want to give a big shout out to my friend Suzanne Monk. Suzanne Monk lives in Washington, D.C. She's been the only patriot that I know has been on top of this since the very beginning. She goes out there, whether she's got one or a thousand people with her, she will stand up for patriots of this country. Okay? And I've known Suzanne for a long time, for years. And Suzanne is on, she's the tip of the spear of this fight. She's done everything she can to get everybody aware of it, everybody to talk about it. It's finally, finally, finally starting to get some national attention. Okay? Um, but the problem with this national attention is that people are, are, are uh, the pro- uh, not with the, with the national attention, I shouldn't say it. The problem with what's happening in D.C. is worse than Guantanamo Bay. I would bet you that they're probably even waterboarding these guys. However, folks, we do know that they are being hogtied. They are being beaten. One of them lost an eye from being beaten so badly 
by the uh, by the officials that work in that jail, by the guards. They're being abused. They're being denied medical care. They're being locked down for 23 hours a day. They're being denied any kind of... A lot of them in there uh, have COVID or have caught COVID or are at risk for catching COVID. They're not getting their medicine. They are literally being treated worse than prisoners of war and worse than the people in Guantanamo Bay, meaning that I bet you that they're even waterboarding them. They are beating them, they are abusing them, they are psychologically abusing them, and they are psychologically trying to brainwash them into, uh, what do they call it, re reprogramming them I guess is the best word to say the best choice of words to use they're reprogramming their minds because they're calling them deadly insurrectionists I don't know how it could see that's the other thing too folks they, they don't just say the insurrection no 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 if you watch the news they say the deadly insurrection they put this massive word attached to it even though nobody had guns the only gun that was drawn was drawn by that of the DC police or some kind of FBI insider who shot Ashley Babbitt in the head killing her Okay? Those are the only people that had the guns. So you cannot call this a deadly insurrection because not a single person died at the hands of a Trump supporter or a patriot. But this is, yeah, re-education, that might be a better word. Thank you, GeoKing45 on Rumble. Re-education, reprogramming, whatever it is, they're brainwashing them. Okay? They're not even proven guilty yet. They're not giving their, um, their right to a speedy trial. They're not giving a, 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 a way or an... Uh, an option to even bail out. Some of them have because some of them have been able to afford to get really good attorneys, but not very many. Not very many. Remember the guy that had his feet up on the desk was supposedly Nancy Pelosi's desk? That wasn't even Nancy Pelosi's desk. Wasn't even her desk. So, I want to pull up a video real quick. And uh, this is from, from Greg Kelly on Newsmax. Probably the only guy on Newsmax that I really like. Um... Greg Kelly, and he had somebody on last night who was an attorney of the guy that had his feet up on that desk. Again, which was not Nancy Pelosi's desk, which was an AIDS desk. Um, not an AIDS, like immune deficiency. <laughs> no, no, an aid to Nancy Pelosi. Watch what this lawyer says on Greg Kelly's Newsmax show. It's incredible. Uh, this is ridiculous. And now we're joined by Joseph McBride, another attorney, Famously, your client sat at Nancy Pelosi's outer office desk. I'm not actually sure. Let's take a look at Bigo's uh, feet up on the desk there for a moment, Mr. McBride, and uh, we'll get back to you in a second. There he is. Actually, my first question is, is that Nancy Pelosi's secretary's desk, or is that actually uh, Nancy Pelosi's desk? Uh, it is not Nancy Pelosi's desk. You know, I had a feeling because I've been. Everyone says that in the media, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and no, that's that's a staffer's desk, and that makes a lot of sense. So, your client, by the way, has been out of jail since April 27th. I believe he's awaiting trial. Uh, what's next? Uh, he sure is. He's home, and right now we are in the discovery process. This, um, as you well know, is the biggest investigation in the history of the Department of Justice. As such, there is a massive amount of material that the DOJ needs to obtain and subsequently turn over and then we review. So we are in the discovery, exchange, and review process for the foreseeable future. Trial likely in this case won't be till next year. So your guy, Big O, who we've met on the show and... Um, is possibly one of the most notorious characters of January 6th. 
you secured his release somehow, and so many others are still in jail. Uh, how'd you pull that off? What should the other lawyers be doing uh, that they're not doing that you already did? So, Greg, it's, you know, it's a reasonable judge and application of law to fact. You know, what I can say about the January 6ers who remain incarcerated or detained at this point is that their constitutional rights and human rights are being violated by the Department of Justice and the federal government at this very moment. The law is clear that no punishment of any kind is appropriate for a detainee, despite that numerous detainees are being held in solitary confinement for long periods of time, they're being denied medical care, they're taking beatings, they're being denied sleep, they're being psychologically, emotionally, and physically tortured on a regular basis. Wait, hold on a second. Who's, uh, who's beating them up? Other prisoners getting into fights? That happens in prison or staff? What are you actually alleging here? I am alleging that the guards are beating them up. The staff are beating these prisoners on a regular basis and have been doing so for a long time. This is no exaggeration. Was your None client, was, was your client, Richard Barnett, nicknamed Big O, sitting at that desk uh, famously, was he beaten up by staff? Absolutely was. He was beaten, he was dragged, he was hogtied. At one time, his pants dropped below his ankles, exposing his private parts while he was taking a beating in front of a female officer, and he had to beg and plead to be able to pull his pants up out of embarrassment. Greg, it's important to note that solitary confinement is widely accepted as torture by the ACLU, the United Nations, the Legal Aid Society, multiple members of Congress, including Elizabeth Warren. At this point, we're going to call on Amnesty International to investigate the human rights violations taking place in the D.C. Gulag right now. You know what? I've got my uh, issues with Amnesty International, but they're good for some things. I understand that they are very concerned, have been about Gitmo, and the more I hear, the more this sounds like Gitmo. And it shouldn't be happening Indeed. in America. It should not be happening in America. Joseph McBride, Richard Barnett's attorney, I want you to say hello to Big O. Hey, he may have to go to jail. Uh, that's up for a jury and a judge and you guys, but uh, we all make mistakes, and maybe he made a big one. We'll see. I appreciate it. All right, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg, and God bless America. God so bless. there you go, folks. That is from the attorney of the guy who had his feet up on what was supposedly what they wanted you to believe was Nancy Pelosi's desk, which was never the case. Long story short, folks, nobody in a high-ranking position in D.C. is doing anything about this. Where is Kevin McCoward? Where is he? Where is he? Where is Mitch McChina? Where is Ted Cruz? I'm not putting him in a, in, in, in a rhino category, but he's a high-ranking um, high elected official in D.C. Where is anybody standing up for these people that are stuck in prison not getting their rights, their human rights, that are afforded to them by God regardless if they're locked up or not? Here's the problem, folks. Those people who I just mentioned, like Kevin McCoward and stuff like that, you know why they're not helping? They're not helping. Because they don't want their name attached to the deadly insurrectionists. That's why not, they're not helping. Somebody said, why isn't Trump doing anything? I'm asking the same question. I'm asking the same question. 
I've heard uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene talk about it a little bit. I've heard her talk about it on Steve Bannon. I've heard uh, Matt Gates talk about it a little bit. But talk is cheap. I don't care what your name is. Talk is cheap. Why isn't President Trump holding a rally at the jail? Now, I'm, and that's just me spitballing here. I don't know what the, what, what the, if he can do that or if he can't. But these people went to January 6th because we were called to action. We were called to action by a person that we would have followed in to the depths of hell to fight evil if we had to. So my question is, why aren't the people that called us there to back them, i.e. the Trump administration, helping more to do something about this? Now maybe they are behind the scenes, I don't know. But I want to see something publicly done. Because if our brothers and sisters... Patriot brothers and sisters are getting their eyes beat out of their head. If they're getting paralyzed, if they're getting uh, uh, treated like animals, then something should be done. Now, you and I really can't do anything more, more than what we're doing right now. And I know they had a rally about 10 days ago down there at that jail. But I would really like to know why these large profiled, high-profiled elected officials, including people in the Trump administration, administration, aren't publicly doing more about this. It really, really, really bothers me. I'm not going to lie. It really bothers me. Mommy Nikki says, same reason why we aren't. I don't know what that means. Why aren't we doing anything? Well, I'm, I'm trying to do as much as I can about it. I'm trying to bring as much awareness to it as possible. I did, I've done two, two segments on this now, but maybe I need to do more. Maybe we need to mobilize more. Maybe this Live from America family needs to mobilize in a way that, I mean, I don't know what else you can do. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm really, 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 really upset about the fact that, that these high-profile people aren't doing anything about it. Especially Kevin McCoward. What a coward. Terry Lynn says, I know Matt Brainerd held a rally there. I think that's the one I was talking about. I'm not sure if he organized it or not, but I think it is. I think that's the one that I was promoting uh, a couple weeks ago. So anyway, that's the first and foremost section of today. Maybe we can figure out more ways to... Maybe we fundraise for them to get lawyers that are not Democrat appointees. Maybe that's what we do. I don't know. I'm going to talk to Suzanne about it early next week, and we're going to see what we can do. We're going to see what we can do. Because I'll do whatever I have to do. I'll do whatever I can do. Whatever it is that I can do, if it'll, if it'll help make a difference, I'll do it. I'll make that promise. Let's work together, folks. Let's work together. I'm not going to do any commercials today. I'm not going to do any breaks today because I'm leaving this afternoon. So I want to make sure that we stay on topic here. Um, I want to go ahead and give the first Dumb Dumb Award today, and I don't think that there's a Dumb Dumb out there that deserves a Dumb Dumb like this guy. Matter of fact, this Dumb Dumb right here that I'm showing you, this isn't even good enough. This isn't good enough for the Dumb Dumb that I'm about to award this tiny little candy to. So, let's bring out the big guns, shall we? Let's bring out the big guns. Let's use the big Dumb Dumb Award for this. Go ahead and cue that Dumb Dumb music. The Dumb Dumb Award of the day is going to go to Dumb Dumb Swamp Donkey Democrat Representative Hank Johnson. Now, the reason why this guy gets this special Dumb Dumb Scepter, this, the, the, this King of the Dumb Dumb Scepter, is not only because of what happened to him yesterday, but because of 
who this guy is at heart, how dumb this guy is. Now, you remember about seven years ago or so, there was a representative named Hank Johnson, well, I'll just play the video for you, who basically said the following. <laughs> I'm not kidding either. This was real. This was a real thing. If you don't know, I'm sure you know by now because it's been so many years, but if you don't know who Representative Hank Johnson is, you're about to see why I'm giving this guy the biggest dum-dum you could possibly give him. Here we go. This is a, uh island that at its widest level is, what, 12 miles from shore to shore, and at its smallest level, uh, or smallest uh, uh, location, it's uh, seven miles uh, between one shore and the other. Is that correct? Uh, I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Very small is. island and about 24 miles, if I recall, long. So 20, 24 miles long, about 7 miles wide at the least widest uh, place on the island. And the least widest. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um... <laughs> Hold on a second. The least widest? About uh, uh, 24 miles uh, long, long, 24 miles uh, uh, long and about seven, seven miles wide at its, uh, maybe six miles wide at its, at its least widest. All right. Well, what, what else do you got to say, guy? Let's, let's, let's listen. Wide uh, uh, on the widest part of the island, and um, I don't know how many square miles that that is. Do you happen to know? <laughs> what does it matter? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, <laughs> and capsize. <laughs> okay. uh, we don't anticipate that. The, uh, <laughs> the Guam population, I think, currently about... <laughs> the guy, did you see that, you see that military official? <laughs> he goes, he's like, he wanted to smile, he wanted to laugh, he wanted to do everything he could. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't, uh, and... <laughs> So we don't anticipate that? But anyway, here is Representative Hank Johnson yesterday getting arrested with burn loot murder. For doing what? Blocking the Senate building from people going in to do their job. I believe that's called insurrection. Not sure. Anyway, here's Hank Johnson today, or yesterday, being arrested while he's protesting with burn loot murder. Whose streets are street? Whose house are our house? Whose streets are street? Whose house are our house? Whose streets are street? Whose house are our house? Whose streets 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 are our house? Whose streets
Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. Second of all, I thought blocking elected officials from doing their job was called insurrection. Right? That's what, that's what, they, that's what they're saying. That's never in history. Never in history have we been so under attack. This was worse than 9-11. Really? Really? You shooting a Trump supporter was worse than 3,000 people being killed in 9-11? Really? They wouldn't let us do our jobs. You don't do your jobs when there's nobody there. Let alone when there is somebody there. And that goes from Democrat to Republican. None of you do your jobs. None of you should be paid $174,000 a year. And every single one of you should know what it's like to live in that D.C. prison. Since you're not doing anything about it. Deadly insurrection. Wasn't this guy blocking a Senate building yesterday? Seven years after he said Guam would tip over if we sent military troops there? Democrats should be proud that these are the people representing them. Did he deserve the Dumb Dumb Award today or what? (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, folks, it's getting scary out there. It's getting scary out there because of... um, there's a lot of people right now on... So there's a, there's a new generation called the TikTok generation, right? TikTokers. They're the newest generation. All right? Gen Z is gone. Gen uh, Millennials, we don't talk about them anymore. It's this TikTok generation. Well, TikTok is becoming super, super popular. I think it's the fastest growing social media site on the planet Earth right now. And unfortunately for that, it's... Um, it's probably one of the biggest brainwashing tools out there. Now, I have TikTok myself. I barely use it, and when I do use it, I, I pretty much get suspended or banned or whatever because I'm pushing pro-Trump stuff, and I'm there to do that for that reason right there. I'm trying to break through the firewall of brainwashing, all right? But this TikTok generation has got a massive, massive movement movement going on right now because of the growth of this social media website. Long story short, I'm not here to talk about TikTok. What I'm here to talk about is this generation. They are being brainwashed at an alarming, an alarming rate, and especially as it comes as it t- pertains to COVID. Okay, because they don't understand. They have been brainwashed so badly through this digital media, you know, world that we live in, and especially with websites or or social media sites like this. And and the government has figured out they they figured out back when Obama ran that utilizing social media was probably the biggest impact that you can have as a politician. That's why they threw Trump off all these social media platforms. Okay, because they understand the power of it. So they're using it to literally indoctrinate and brainwash kids. They don't even need the schools anymore because they know that every parent gives their kids a phone. Guess who doesn't have phones? All five of my kids. None of them have a phone. Not a single one of them. Actually, I I misspoke. My stepdaughter, we have a phone for her that's a smartphone that we buy minutes for her so she can talk to her father. But that's the only time she uses it. They do not have phones in my house. They do not have social media um, in my house. And all of their friends do. And they're like, I want one too. No. I don't care how much you cry. I don't care how much you beg. I don't care how much you whine. How much you cry. And Billy's got one down the street. Good. Billy will be in jail by the time he's 18. So you're not getting one, period. That's what we tell our kids. You're not getting one. And the reason why is is because of what I'm about to play for you and show you. Okay? They are being brainwashed so bad that they don't even understand the freedoms that we have. And they are all calling for, by the thousands, probably by the millions, calling for holding you down and force vaccinating you. They're nothing but a bunch of little Greta Thunbergs. How dare you? How dare you? 
How dare you? The climate change is killing everybody. How dare you, you insignificant fools? All right, check this out. You're really going to like this. This is a patriot TikTok, actually, who's making fun of the guy who made the video. But the, what the video, what the guy's saying on the video is probably the scariest thing you've ever heard. But it's happening. I'm seeing, I, if I go on TikTok right now, I can find them by the thousands. By the thousands. It's leaking over into Instagram. All of these social media sites are starting to do this. Why? Because cackling Kamala Harris and Beijing sniffer and thief Biden are telling them to do this. you have you guys ever heard of the second amendment not only have you ever have you ever heard of the second amendment but have you heard of um how many veterans there are in this country how many people will literally die to not take that jab you are literally they i i I am fully convinced folks that they are trying to start a civil war now this wasn't me bashing tiktok you like tiktok that's fine there's some interesting stuff on there actually there's a lot of interesting stuff on there just like instagram just like facebook just like any other they're all evil but we all use them i get it except for my kids they don't now while i'm not letting my children have phones so they can't have social media like somebody said in rumble they will have social media someday yes you're right they will they will have it someday and i do teach them about the dangers of that as well I'm just not giving them access to it because they're not mature enough yet to understand how to keep away from bad people. I'm not so much concerned with what my kids will go on and find. Even though they're kids, they will see and look at dumb stuff. I'm concerned at what people on the other side will see. That's what concerns me the most. What people on the other side of the screen will see and how they reach out to your kids and how your kids respond. That's what I'm scared about. That's why I won't give my kids that. But that's happening all over. They're trying to start a civil war because what what do you think is going to happen if you try to force vaccinate people in this country? What do you think is going to happen? You think people are just going to allow that? Scary stuff, folks. And again, I trust my kids. But I trust my kids about as far as I can throw them. Because they're kids. My kids are great kids. Every one of them are on the honor roll and two of them are on the director's roll. I still wouldn't give them a phone and still wouldn't give them social media. Because it's a scary world out there. All right, moving on, talking about um, a declining society. (laughs) Let's talk about a declining president or resident of the United States. Um, Remember, Joe Biden is declining really fast right now, guys. And I mean really fast. But remember when we were taking, like, bets on how long it would be before Biden was out and Kamala was in? Remember that? And I had said that my my bet was at the end of summer. By the end of summer, Biden would be gone. Okay? I don't know if that's going to happen or not, 
but I do know that he's declining faster and faster. Like last night when a reporter asked him, you might, you might have seen this, a reporter asked him, hey, what, how many Democrats right now are actually calling for the defunding of police? Are Democrats actually calling for the defunding of police? And he looked at the reporter and he said, are Republicans, um, are Republicans accusing us of, uh, of stealing kids and drinking their blood? And he stared at him with these dead eyes like this. Are Republicans accusing us of stealing children and, and drinking their blood? And then the reporter goes, I mean, what a way to deflect a question, right? The reporter goes, uh, I don't know about that, sir. I'm asking you about Democrats defunding the police. And he just laughs and walks away. He just laughs and walks away. The guy's declining super fast. Now, I wanted to play another video for you from the other night when he was with Don Lamont, as, as, uh, as Tucker Carlson calls him, Don Lamont. And, um... We already played the video for you yesterday where he was like, oh, the true and the wonderful temporary, that's where we stand, and couldn't get, the, couldn't get it right. There's another one here that I thought was interesting that I thought I'd play for you. Check this out. You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you okay? I mean, you see, no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad. Or or, 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 or or the neighbor, or when you go to church, or when you're... No, no I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were... There's a man on the moon, or whatever, you know, something... What? Or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. What? You know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? Play this again. We got it, we got it, we got it. No. We got to play this again. You 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 got the vaccination? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? I mean, you see, no, it works. Or you you know, or or, or, or the mom and dad, or or, or 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 the neighbor. Who taught him how to stutter? Obama. Or when you go to church, or when you're no, no I, I I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were. There's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. You know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? So somebody on YouTube seems to be unhappy with me playing all these videos because they take up too much showtime. But that's why I'm not doing any commercials today because you need to see these because a lot of people don't see these. And that's the problem. The problem is too many people do not see what is actually happening. They do not hear these words. They just, they just take people's word for it. I need you guys to see this stuff. So, I got to read something for you. This is, um, where, where did I put this? This is a doctor. I put this somewhere to read this. Long story short, folks, the, the, the ex-White House doctor of ex-President Barack Hussein Obama put out a, put out a statement, and he's from Texas. Okay, I believe he's a state representative now. But he was a doctor for the White House, for Obama. He says that he can't believe this is happening. And he's a Democrat. He says he cannot believe that the same people that were screaming for President Trump to get a cognitive test are allowing this to happen. And he says the same thing that we all said. He says that it is definitely some type of elderly abuse. And he says that they will either force 
Joe Biden out really, really soon because he's declining too fast. These are his words, and I agree with him. He said he's declining so fast they'll either force him out, uh, force him to resign because of his cognitive, um, you know, abilities or lack thereof, or they will invoke that 25th Amendment. Now, if you go back, hindsight being 2020, when Nancy Pelosi was pushing this 25th Amendment thing, we thought at that time that it was going to be for President Trump, that it was somehow for President Trump. But they knew even then they were going to steal the election, so they proactively got the 25th Amendment ripe and ready to use on this guy. And that's why he, this uh, doctor put out the statement. He said, Biden ain't going to be there much longer. So I initially said, eh, by the end of summer, he'll be gone. I don't know, folks. Will it be by the end of the summer? Will it be by this winter? Either way, every week you watch him, he's getting worse. You can only pump him through so much... You can only pump him with so much juice. You can only uh, pump him with so much juice for him to, to be able to be cognitive for a good 30 minutes or so. If you remember... Is this an act Biden is doing, Jeremy? No, I don't. I don't think so. No, I, I. I don't think so at all. I think this is exactly why they chose him to be president and why they made him choose uh, Kamala Harris because they the establishment wanted Kamala Harris. The establishment wanted Kamala Harris. That's who they wanted as as Biden 3.0. But they knew they couldn't elect Kamala Harris because she was two percent. Nobody wanted her. The Democrats didn't want her. Republicans didn't want her. Independents didn't want her. Nobody wanted her. So they forced it through by giving you what was supposedly supposed to be a moderate Democrat because they knew they'd get him out so they could put her in, so they could have the person they wanted in there to push their agenda. The first re- the first woman president. Ha 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 Joe. I did it, Joe. That's their whole agenda. That's been their agenda the entire time. It's not an act. The guy's really messed up. And it's sad. <sighs> All right, let's cue that uh, Smarty Award music, huh? Because we got a Smarty Award to give away. So let's go ahead and do that. July 23rd, the Smarty Award today is going to go to Laredo, Texas. Yes, the city council, the officials in uh, Laredo, Texas are suing the Biden administration. And I think every single town, city, state who Biden is Forcing illegal aliens from the border with COVID, with your money, with your uh, finances, uh, funding them. Everybody that uh, Biden sends, everywhere he sends these illegal immigrants, should sue the Biden administration. We should have at least, I'd like to see 500 lawsuits, various lawsuits from illegal immigration to Keystone Pipeline shutdown to the one job that the the president is supposed to do is keep us safe and and, and help us prosper. This guy's done nothing but not keep us safe, put us in danger, and decline the American economy faster than you can even, faster than I even thought he would. And inflation is rising. I mean, everything is going in the wrong direction. The new jobless numbers just came out and they were through the roof, way more than people expected. Oh yeah, but he's creating jobs, right? I'd like to see 500 different lawsuits on this administration at one time. I'd like to see a record number. So many that they can't even keep up with it. Problem is the press won't cover it. The actual mainstream uh, media will not cover this. But either way, Laredo, Texas, suing the Biden administration over the flood of illegal aliens that are brought into their city because they're running out of resources. The Biden administration is not paying for this um, out of your tax dollars as much as these folks need. So what it's doing is it's forcing these cities that they're being uh, pushed into and forced into to pick up the bill. Laredo, Texas doesn't have the money. They don't have the resources to cover this kind of stuff. 
So a big shout out to Laredo, Texas for doing something and fighting back. Really all of Texas, Texas and Florida are fighting this administration more than any other state that I see. And it's great. It's really great. But speaking of fighting this administration, speaking of fighting evil, we got to highlight somebody else as well. Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Fitch has formally asked the Supreme Court yesterday to defend the right, in quotes, the right of the people to pass laws that protect life and women's health, end quote. She is asking, formally asking the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. And she is citing very specific cases in which the Supreme Court gave this right to a state to decide how they wanted to handle their abortion rights. So she is formally asking the Supreme Court of the United States to overturn Roe v. Wade, and she wants that discussed, debated, and then um, made, a judgment made on it. And this is, going, this is the kind of stuff we need to do, because here's the thing. Republicans are always, we're always on our heels, right? Much, much like, um, <laughs> much, a very different contrast to, to Kamala Harris, whose heels are always up, our heels are always down and we're backpedaling, Right? Get the joke? Long story short, short, folks, we need to go on the offensive, like we're doing in many cases, uh, like Laredo, Texas is doing. We need to start going on the offensive, because what it does is, that kind of that kind of a story, that kind of a Supreme Court case, that kind of a judgment, that kind of a debate, that kind of a discussion, will bring national attention to it. It'll bring the resources of CNN, it'll bring the resources of MSNBC, and they'll have to spend their resources fighting for their right to kill babies. And it'll take away resources and attention from them trying to pass HR1 and all this other crap. So we need to go on the offensive so much that it ties up their resources and tries to fight this evil which is killing babies. And I guarantee you, the mainstream media will not be able to stay away from this. It's too, there's too much meat on the bone for them there. They're going to want to stink their teeth into that bone all day, all night. All day, all night. My body, my choice. Exactly. So take your vaccine and shove it where the sun don't shine. Get off my doorstep. You see how one battle will spill over onto the other and, and, and will really be us on the offense? That's what we need to do. So a big shout out to Attorney General from Mississippi, Lynn Fitch. This is a great, great move by her. And I'm very, very, very glad that this is a fight that we're willing to take on because as a, as a father... As a Christian, and as somebody who's been a part of an abortion before, that is a fight that I would die on. That, that, that's a hill I would die on for that fight. So, big shout out to her. Why can't all of the Patriots podcasts come together to get America a TV station? Just a thought. Well, that's a good question. And what you're actually seeing is uh, smaller stations that are on the rise right now. Um, RSBN is doing that. They're trying to put a full-fledged network together, to, and they're they're bringing in podcast hosts. Real America Voice is doing that. I, I mean, I'm I'm proof of that. They're bringing me onto their to their uh, news network. Um, I believe David Harris is being looked at as well. I know he's been doing a lot of stuff with Real America's Voice News. I'm not saying that he's going on there or anything like that, but I do think that these. Um, these smaller companies that are on the rise, they're on the rise for a reason. It's because they're grabbing these these uh, these podcasters, these patriot podcasters. Now, that's not all one in, in one network, but it doesn't matter because I would rather see multiple networks flourish under the flag of freedom using freedom thinkers and freedom speakers such as myself and others. So it is happening. It's just not happening under one network. So great question, though. Great question. Uh, this story is not going to make you happy. So, but again, 
It's the truth, and we got to put it out there. So there's a lot of talk right now about the UN being in Canada and the UN being in the United States. I don't think the talk about the UN being in the United States, as far as trucks and stat and, and 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 blue hats, I don't think that's happening yet. But we do know that the Biden administration did invite the UN in to talk about the problems of systematic racism and to really go through and audit police stations, which is wrong and they shouldn't be here. Get off American soil. In my mind, that's illegal. You're not welcome here to do that. Okay? There is UN troops and uh, officials in Canada right now. That is true. But here's what I want to highlight. And I want to highlight the CCP buying land in the United States and the UN operating in facilities in the United States under UN law and UN rule, not under the law of the Constitution. I'm going to show you a video that made me super, super, super angry, and I'm sure it will you as well. Hold on a minute. Let me just pull it up here. This is in, a, this is in Utah in a UN building a woman goes in there to try to film what's going on and she gets immediately shut down by a UN representative who set to, tells her that inside this building this is the United Nations jurisdiction outside that building is United States Here we go Oh turn off the camera Do I not have a right to have the camera I'm not giving you permission to check my face, so... Okay, are you a public servant? I'm a United Nations Security Officer. Okay. Does... Okay. This is my city, and so I have a right to film. This is United Nations compound? I'm not a United Nations compound? Yes. This is a compound? Yeah. Since Sunday evening, we took over the, this compound. This is international territory. She said since Sunday evening, this is a United Nations compound, and this is our territory. And right here she's saying when you step outside, that is the U.S. And I'm going to let this play over again so, without me talking so you can see it in its entirety. Here is the condition. Turn off the camera and then Oh, turn off the camera? Do I not have a right to have the camera? I'm not giving you permission to take my face, so... Okay, are you a public servant? I'm a United Nations security officer. Okay. Does, okay. This is my city, and so I have a right to film. This is United Nations compound. I'm not United a United Nations, Nations compound. Yes. This is a compound. Yeah. Since Sunday evening, we took over the, this compound. This is international territory. When you step outside, it's U.S. Here is international territory. Now I don't know how old that video is. I do think it's older than yesterday. The point is, even if it was from 2020 or the end of 2019 or whenever it's from, it's happening. Or it happened. And if it happened, then trust me, it's still happening. There's a problem there, folks. Because this land from sea to shining sea belongs to we the people. It belongs to we the people. You cannot have UN authority... UN compounds or CCP authority or CCP compounds operating under the rule of law of their countries or their organizations. There's one law of the land from sea to shining sea, and that is the law of the Constitution. The law of we, the people. Us, we, the citizens. So, 
with all this talk about the United Nations being invited in by Biden to basically do some kind of audit against systemic racism in our police stations, within our inner cities and our rural areas and all of that, and then you see stuff like this and you go, wait a minute, I remember seeing that video. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then you understand how Biden, wor- how Obama worked, how Susan Rice works, how Hillary Clinton works, how Biden works, and they're all working to basically divide us and tear us down from within. Before you know it, folks, there's going to be CCP troops and UN troops here that we don't even know about. You're not going to get them caught on camera and, tra- and, and, and throw them around Facebook and stuff like that. Again, it is just like the election. They're not trying to do it one way. They're trying to do it ten ways just in case the first nine don't work. Tracy says the CCP is all over North Dakota. Jen says, do you think the happenings at the U.S. Capitol last weekend, cars leaving hurriedly, has something to do with the U.N.? Could be. Could be. People are asking, how do we stop this? National Guard? Militias? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just one guy trying to shed light on the truth and fight as much as I can for God in America. I don't know. Other than the people rising up and saying, we've had enough, I don't know. But we need the information. And that's what I'm trying to do here on Live from America is bring the information. All right. One more story here, and then I'm going to play you some good stuff before we leave. Alabama Governor... Kay Ivey. I thought she was a Republican. I thought this Alabama governor was a Republican. What happened? Well, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey. Now, if anybody's watching from Alabama, please tell me. I'd like to know more about your governor. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey told Alabama's CBS 42 uh, news station last night that it's time to, quote, blame the unvaccinated for the COVID-19 cases rising in her state. Here we go, folks. Bullying again. Labeling again. Dividing again. Putting a target on the back of people who don't want to be vaccinated for their own freedoms to choose whether they want to do so or not. What is the governor of Alabama saying when she is quoted saying, blame the unvaccinated for the COVID-19 rising in her state? Siding with Democrats, like Teletubby Liz Cheney? I don't... (sighs) Folks, when President Trump said drain the swamp, I think he... I think it's far deeper than you and I even know. I mean, we know the, the left. We know how deep they are with the swamp. But do we really know how deep the swamp really goes? How far in the Republican Party does it really go? We know it's all the way up to the Supreme Court. We know it's in the FBI. We know it's in the CIA. We know it's in the NSA. We know it's through the White House. Is it to the point where we can't save it? I don't think so. I truly don't. But man, every single day I find another Republican who is just a rhino. Every single day. And I had no idea that the governor of Alabama would say such a thing. Blame the... Look, you can say it another way. 
Okay, if it is truly the unvaccinated who are getting COVID and getting the cases to rise, which I don't believe it's just the unvaccinated, I believe it's the vaccinated as well. But if that's the case, don't say blame the unvaccinated, especially if you're a Republican. Say, unfortunately, the numbers are showing that the people that are getting COVID at a higher rate right now are the people who haven't been vaccinated. So maybe they want to consult their doctors, maybe do some more research, get off social media and find out if that's what they want to do for themselves. Say it like that. Words are powerful. And when you say blame the unvaccinated, you know what crazy people are going to hear that live in that state? You know what they're going to do because they heard their governor say blame the unvaccinated because of the lockdowns that we're going to have to put in place or the mask mandates that we have to put in place? Tracy said the swamp goes straight to the depths of hell. I agree, 100%. So maybe everybody living in Alabama needs to get on the phone and call their governor and set her straight. Maybe that's what needs to happen. Now I want to play two things for you before we leave. And one was something that I posted on my Instagram the other day. And the overwhelming love that I got for posting this video, or actually the overwhelming love that the, that the, the people in this video got, that I saw on my page was so great, I had to play it for you. So check this out. This is at a baseball game where fans are told they're not going to sing the national anthem before the ball game. These fans weren't having it. Here we go. Hold on, let's go, let's cross out it, let's go back to that real quick. Now this is an old video, but it still gives me goosebumps. And since our national anthem is still under attack, we need to watch this video and do this as now. What a great video, huh? And sometimes, folks, like I said, we get through a week and we forget about what we talked about. We forget about the wins. We forget about the laughs. Sometimes we got to bring these reminders back of how amazing that this country still is and how amazing the people of this country still are. And the fact that only one team came back out, shame on that other team, by the way. Shame on that other team. What a great video. What a great, um, what a great role model that team and that and those and the coach is for for young kids and and uh so i thought i thought it'd be thought it'd be good to play that video now i'm going to end the video with a song of mine today so i'm going to tell you goodbye now and then we're going to play the song the song is called drain the swamp if you haven't heard my song drain the swamp i ask you to stay because you'll really like it 
But I, um, I'm going to say goodbye to you guys. I will not see you tonight. I'm leaving with my wife for the weekend. First time we've been away together in three years. I want to thank you all for your support. I want to thank you for your love. Thank you for your dedication to the show. Um, and remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you bright and early Monday morning, 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. And until then, folks, do me a favor. Don't think about politics this weekend. Have fun. Get back to barbecuing. And remember what it's like to be a good old-fashioned American in the summer. Uh, And do some barbecues and, and go swimming or do whatever. Just have some good fun this weekend. Enjoy this song by me, Drain the Swamp. God bless you guys. Have a good day. See you later. Try to swallow, try to swallow.